Hey, a friend, you're now listening to the Shine to Five Method for Side Hustlers podcast, and I'm your host, Kristen N. James. But since you're here, that means that we're peeps, so you can call me CJ. The Shine to Five Method is a hub to help women identified professionals who have a side hustle go from having a boss to being a boss. So listen for tips, guest expert advice, and my personal stories that will inspire and motivate you to take consistent action and shine in your own business so you can break free of your employee mindset. Girl, before you know it, you'll be well on your way out of your nine to five for good, but only if that's what you want. On that note, let's get into this week's episode. Joining me today is Nicole Gonzalez, and she is a digital marketer for small businesses. And we are going to be talking about how to create a successful digital marketing strategy for your side hustle. But before we get into the conversation, I must give Nicole a moment to shine and tell us more about yourself. Anything you'd like us to know. Thank you so much for being here with me today. Take it away. All right. Thank you so much for having me, CJ. So yes, my name is Nicole. I am the owner of Soul Assistance, which is digital marketing for small business owners. I started my business in 2020. In the middle of the pandemic, I was working for the post office and I was there for five years and I took a leave to stay home with my son who was eight months at the time during the pandemic. I learned a lot. There was a lot of YouTube university, a lot of courses, all that good stuff. I decided I didn't want to go back and I quit my job in the middle of the pandemic and started a business. And three years later, I am blessed to still be here and be working with small business owners to kind of have them do the same thing. Okay. The heart of the pandemic, the height of everything. You're like, I'm not going to go back to the stability that I have. So I have to ask you, like, what was like from making that decision to actually going through the transition? Like, what was it really like? The parts that probably, you know, we usually when we talk about like transitioning to entrepreneurship or highlighting the successes, But I like to get into the icky stuff, too. If you're familiar with the podcast, I'll talk about my struggles. So what was your transition like once you made a decision to not go back? Yeah, I definitely also like to talk about the hard stuff because people tell you all the time about, you know, the great side of entrepreneurship. But there's a lot of, you know, battles and hurdles that I had to overcome. You know, I started off as a virtual assistant which I was just listening to your most recent podcast where you said that's like a great step Mm -hmm. into, you know, a side hustle. So I started off as a virtual assistant and, you know, over the the first year was a lot of learning. It was a lot of learning. I will say I was blessed that I had the support from my son's grandmother who I was living with at the time. So she was very supportive. Like, you're good, you know, kind of helping me, like giving me ideas on what to do to kind of remain financially Mm. stable while I was still trying to find clients. I had to take out my retirement from the post office to make sure I had 
some money just in case money wasn't coming in from the business. So that was kind of the challenges that I had to overcome is like, all right, I need to find clients or else I'm going to be living on this money from my retirement, which was kind of very small because I was only there for five years. So that was definitely a challenge. But I am blessed to say I was able to find a client, my first client within the first month of hard launching and I'm still working with her today. So I definitely, you know, feel like I got lucky, but also that I knew this is exactly what was meant for me mm-hmm. and, and do having and starting this business. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you started off as a VA, virtual assistant, and that in and of itself, there are many directions you can take being a VA. So were you already focusing? What kind of services were you providing as a VA? Yeah. So when I started as a VA, I was doing a lot of administrative stuff because organization's my thing. I love organization. So I started with that. And then I had clients asking me to do social media. I was always very creative. So graphics and stuff that was like kind of second nature to me. And then I started getting into websites and Slowly over time, I started learning more and more and more about the online realm. And I realized the stuff that I want to offer is encompassed in digital marketing. That's what I do. So I really just changed my title from VA to digital marketer because that's more what is aligned with the services that I was offering. Okay. Okay. All right. Got it. Got it. Nice segue because... You said you were learning, you switch, you made the pivot with your title to digital marketer. So let's talk about it. What is digital marketing? We can talk like so, all day about it. because it, it, it's, it's pretty intense. so much. It is. Yeah, it is. so much well, how would under you that. Yeah. Yes. So digital marketing, simply put, it's using online channels to connect with your ideal clients or your ideal customer and using these online channels to promote your products and your services. So I say bring your business online, especially like if you're a storefront or, you know, a brick and mortar, it's bringing your business online. Okay. And in so in creating a digital marketing strategy, and knowing that, like you just said, you have to bring your business online. What do you recommend when you when somebody's like, okay, I gotta, I'm, I have a, this side hustle, and it's doing really well. I want to start, you know, t- showing up more, showing up better in the online space. How do they co- go about creating the right strategy for them and their side hustle? Yeah, and. Every person's strategy will be different. Your strategy, you know, it's going, your, it depends on your goals. So whether your goals is to increase your revenue by X amount or to just get in front of, you know, 50% more people this month, whatever it is, everyone's goals are different. I do suggest the four like areas to really have in your strategy would be make sure you have a goal and I'm big on small obtainable goals. So you want to have small goals under your huge goal. Mm -hmm. And then you want to have a content strategy to know, you know, what kind of content you're going to be creating on what platforms and 
you want to know what digital channels that you'll be using. So will you be running ads? Will you be on social media? Will you be, you know, do you have a website? So those are some of the different channels that you can be on. And I also think one of the most important, important, important pieces of a digital marketing strategy is knowing your target audience Mm. and having a buyer persona. So I think that's like step number one is right under your goal is knowing who you are selling to. Like that's number one and two right next to each other. Right, right. Know your goals and know who you're selling to. And it's, it's, and so in creating the strategy then, and then the number one thing, of course, is knowing your, your target your target audience, your ideal client, however you want it, we describe it. What is your buyer persona? Is that what you just buyer persona? Your buyer persona. I love that. So in so that would be before, would you say that before they even decide on where they're going to show up or how they're going to show up, they should know who they're showing up for. Absolutely. You know, I I come from an area, a small town, where there's a lot of small business owners in this area, which I absolutely love. So when you're marketing your side hustle, you are going to be stepping outside of just your inner circle and, you know, stepping outside of your community. Now you're getting online and it's no longer I'm targeting, you know, I'm selling to my mom or my friends, whatever it is, you're getting outside of that small, maybe 100 people to thousands and thousands and thousands of people, you are in front of the world now. So in order to really hone in on who you really want your to for your product to be seen by or your service to be seen by you have to have that buyer persona and that target audience really detailed out for for yourself to know where you want to show up. Yeah, yeah. And in deciding to show up in the online space, and I hear it all the time. And I I mean, I remember, you know, seven years ago and seven, eight years ago when I was launching or deciding to not go back (laughs) to my to the nine to five setting. It's like, okay, I got to I got to get a website. I got to get a website. I have to have a website done. And thankfully, I did not design a website myself. I knew my zone of genius and my strengths right off the bat. But is having a website like the mm, number one decision you need to make when you've decided that you have to show up in the online space? I personally would say having, if you don't have a website, you're losing out on money. Okay. I think having a website takes you from the side hustle that I'm just making some extra money to I'm a boss this is my business, I'm a CEO, I'm professional. I think, you know, if somebody can't go to your store, you know, you sell clothes. If I can't go into your brick and mortar store, your only option for me to shop from you is to have a website. So if you want to increase those sales and you want to increase your customer basis, like you want that increase in revenue, you have to have a website so that, again, there's a place. It's like your online brick and mortar. Like, that's how you have to look at it. It's your online store. That's your business. So people from, you know, 
a thousand miles away can come and shop or and purchase your products or services. So a hundred percent, you need a website. And for so for someone who might be on, because remember these days of, and you mentioned at the beginning, like having to make sure that you had finances. So the budget might be a little tight <laughs> when, you know, you're just starting out or the, the side hustle might be just be taking off. And of course, you no, know, a good website means investing in it. And that's like I said, I, <laughs> I hired someone, but for someone who might not necessarily have the budget to hire an expert to design their website, what do they need to know? Are there different platforms? So like you tell me more about like someone on a budget, how can they have a website where they can grow their revenue, increase their revenue? Yeah, definitely. So one thing I would suggest if you are trying to do it yourself, there are a bunch of different website hosting platforms. I'd say a lot of people that I noticed the easiest, most user-friendly route, they would go and use like GoDaddy or Squarespace, something like that, which you can now really customize on a lot of these platforms as well. But GoDaddy, I think, is like the most user-friendly one that I've noticed a lot of people go with. I would also suggest before even creating your website, look at your competitors in mm. the area. See what verbiage that they're using. So when you go to start copywriting and create the copy for your website, what are the keywords that you're going to see are being used on their websites? One of the websites that I've used to for keyword like research is semrush.com. Okay. So that's a good tool to use. So look at, you know, your competitors, look at the keywords that are being used. SEO is incredibly important. So that search engine optimization, you want to make sure that you're able to be searched. So make sure that the copy you're putting on your website are terms that people are going to search for. So if I want to find a digital marketer for small business, I'm going to put that out there on my website several times. And a tip that a lot of people might not know about, when you put pictures into your websites, put in that alt text with those keywords as well. So those are a couple different tips. It, you know, starting off, you don't need to hire someone. Is it beneficial? Will there be a return on investment? I 100% believe so. But if you want to try and do it yourself, you absolutely can. You can purchase your domain straight through like Google domains, set it up, connect it. And you can even use a link tree if truly that's what you want to do. Like, and you want some kind of home base for all of your products, all of your links, whatever it is. You can even start off with something as simple as a link tree or creating a website on Canva. It's just really going back to having a website. Yes. Right. Have a website. Have a website. So in, okay, so one of the things you mentioned was, so there's a digital marketing strategy, mm -hmm. whole world there, digital marketing. You even mentioned SEO and alt text and keywords and Google. And, <laughs> and then there's having a content strategy. So will the content strategy be a part of your digital marketing strategy or should you have a digital marketing strategy? 
and a content strategy, or when you're creating a digital marketing strategy, it includes a content strategy. Once you set your goals, you identify your ideal client, your buyer persona, what's next? Yes. So the content strategy, that is definitely a part of the digital marketing strategy. I feel like it's like playing with Legos. You need all these different blocks to build upon each other. So you need a social media strategy. You need a content strategy. You need a strategy for your ads. You need a strategy for all of these strategies like under the big umbrella of digital marketing. So a content strategy and how that it can be confused with social media, but they kind of go hand in hand. A content strategy is going to be your plan on how, when, and what kind of content you're going to be using to reach your target audience at each stage. So this is at the top of the funnel. They have no idea who you are. The middle of the funnel, they kind of know who you are. And then the bottom of the funnel, they're ready to buy. So a big piece of the content strategy, which is going to help you overall with your digital marketing strategy, is to know your content pillars. And content pillars, those are going to be the topics that your business and your brand is going to focus on. So as a digital marketing for for small businesses, as a digital marketer for small businesses, I speak about you know, website design, I put social media tips, I have a lot of inspirational content I put out there. And I also put out some personal content because I also am a mom. So I put out that personal content of being a business owner and a mom. And like 20% of my content pillars is me selling my services. So the content pillars, depending on your business will be different from other people's. But you should be providing value with that, those content pillars, whatever they may be. I feel like even I'm like, I, cause like, I remember you, you had mentioned that you're creative and then coming up with content and ideas is super easy for you. And I can totally relate to that too, when it comes to content, but actually having a content strategy is a whole, of course, it does go back to knowing who you're creating the content for, what you want out of once you've created this content to then be able to create a strategy. So is there like a, a structure to creating a strategy? Are there steps to creating a strategy or is it just customized to the person, their business, their ideal, their, their ideal audience, their ideal client, their buyer, buyer persona, or there's certain things that like there's a checklist essentially that they should go through when they're creating a digital marketing strategy? Yeah, I think it definitely depends on the business. Definitely, once you know your goal and you have that audience, then you can kind of, there's different steps that you can take. I think having, knowing what platforms you're going to be on, that's like huge. You do not need to be on every platform. If you are selling business to business or, you know, you're selling to an older crowd or, you know, you sell services to revamp resumes, something of the sort, you're not going to be on TikTok. You're most likely should be on LinkedIn, you know, so knowing where your audience is hanging out, 
that's why it's important for you to have that target audience and buyer persona so you know what platforms to be on. Not all businesses should have blog posts or need to be creating blog posts. So it really, it depends on your business and knowing, you know, what kind of steps you should take and what kind of strategy you should have when creating content and putting out content. It really depends on the person's business. Okay. All right. All right. This is, this has been really like useful information, especially when you think about most are still trying to figure out what they, the direction that they want to take their side hustle in or when they do leave the nine to five, they work up the confidence to leave the nine to five. But before they do that, they they do feel like they need to have these things in place. But then you hear the word strategy and it's, it can be a little bit daunting sometimes. And some people might feel like they don't necessarily have the tools, all the information to create a strategy. So in simple steps, we can say a strategy starts off, set your goals, being able to break them down into smaller goals, just knowing exactly and then who you're talking to, your audience, what they want to hear, where they're hanging out. How would someone determine once they know they they've they have defined their their persona? How would they determine where's the best place to find out where they're hanging out? If they feel like, oh, I should be on, maybe I should be on Instagram. Oh, maybe I should be on Facebook. Oh, no, maybe I should be on TikTok. And like you did mention like there's a demographic with the age, but how would they do they? Is that another piece of research that they need to do to find out where they're really hanging out? Yeah, you can do, while there is like a bunch of research online, you can do your own market research. I'm huge on Facebook groups in asking questions. A lot of my potential clients and, you know, my target audience, they hang out on Facebook and they're on Facebook groups. Ask, ask your, your clients or your customers that you're working with now where they're, where they're hanging out. Ask questions even for any part of your, you know, strategies. Ask your audience what they want from you. Do you, you want, you know, your you're not going to offer to a group of, you know, construction workers scrubs. You know what I'm saying? Like you want to make sure you're asking your clients you already have, what, where are you hanging out? You know, what platforms are you on? Stuff like that. So do the market research and, and really put it out there and get, if you want to try to be on multiple platforms, I started out, Um, multiple platforms. And when I started niching down and really, you know, learning where my target audience is, I started to focus on, you know, just Facebook and Instagram, as opposed to being on all these different, you know, social media platforms. So definitely, if you got to start there, start there and and work your way down until you can hone in on where you want to be. Yeah. And are there certain, you feel like, I, I truly like, definitely, knowing who you're talking to, where they're hanging out, what they need, what their problem is, all of that is always, and it will, it will always continue to, to evolve as well. So once you know where they're hanging out, also what kind of content they want to consume <laughs> is another important piece. But so coming up with a content, a strategy, a digital marketing strategy, basically 
we need to just contact Nicole. <laughs> so tell me, what do you have? What do you have coming up? Is there anything you're working on? Or should people just be find, following you on your preferred platforms? What's going on in your yes. world? So right now I'm just, you know, working with, you know, different businesses. I'm always open to working with small businesses. You can find me on Facebook or on Instagram at Soul Assistance, S-O-L-A-S-S-I-S-T-A-N-C-E. You can find me on those platforms. I'm always putting out information and tips. And, you know, sometimes I even do Instagram audits and website audits. So keep an eye out for that so that if you do have that, you can get in on that and I can tell you what you should be doing for free. Mm, so audit so make sure you're following nicole the links will be in the show notes you would definitely want to take advantage of getting some kind of audit done because there's always going to be room for for improvement there are going to be things there'll be gaps you probably feel really good about your strategy but you probably have some gaps so it's good to have an expert's eyes on them so thank you very much for that nicole but before i let you go do you have a nugget to share with our listeners today Yes, my nugget today, I think when it comes to being a small business owner and stepping into entrepreneurship, you need to step outside of fear, whether that's taking that step, that first step into starting your business, taking that first step into launching it, taking that first step to recording content and getting on social media, step outside of fear because you have it in you and you can totally do it. I absolutely agree. Because, you know, where would we be if we didn't step outside of fear and step outside of our, our comfort zones, right? We would yeah. probably still be at our nine to fives. <laughs> yeah. Right? So great tip, great nugget, great information today. I appreciate you spending time and sharing your wisdom with me. Thank you so much for being here with me today, Nicole. Of course. And thank you for having me. So that's it for this week. But before you go, let me know. Hey, that rhymed. Anyway, what was your favorite part? Actually, you know what I'd love? For you to share your thoughts in a review. And better yet, sharing is caring. So share this episode with a friend. Want to talk to me directly? Be sure to check out my website, kristennjames.com, and you can book your 15-minute intro call. And there's always a gift waiting for you in the show notes, so take a look. Until next week, and as I always say, have a sparkling day.